Why should Zach Moss and Rasheed Rice be in your starting lineups? We'll tell you why. And also hit on some of our favorite flex plays for week nine on today's episode of Locked On Fantasy Football. You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Fantasy Football your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Michelle Majuk. When I'm not doing this, I'm a researcher and fantasy analyst at NFL Network. Vinny Iyer is off today, but I'm joined by Kate Majuk. She is the co-host of Locked On Dynasty Fantasy Football, also a fantasy analyst with PFF and Yahoo!, and also my wife. Thanks for filling in for Vinny today, Kate. I'm excited to, to have you. Last but not least, yeah, we talk fantasy football literally 24 hours a day. So why not hop on the show and just put, you know, our, our marriage under the, the microscope here today? This is this is a day in the life of the Majuke household. We're just talking sleepers, flex plays, and prize picks 24 hours a day here. Oh, yeah. So we got a, we got our normal Friday show for you. We will give you our favorite flex plays of the week to start off the show. Get a little bit deeper in the second segment with some deeper plays that you might have to consider playing or maybe you throw into a DFS lineup. And then, of course, we'll always end our week with our favorite prize picks, picks of the week. So let's start this off right at the top here. Kate, give me a couple of your favorite flex this week that – you're really trying to fit into your lineups if you can. All right. First, I got to start off with my guy, Chuba Hubbard, who was officially named the starter over Miles Sanders in week one by, or week nine by Frank Reich. Uh, Sanders, Miles Sanders, I I don't know. Bye. See you later. Like it, it apparently does not matter about the fact that this guy got a nice, decent contract in the offseason. No, they're rolling with the guy they already had sitting in their backyard. Like, I don't know what was up there, but Chuba Hubbard has looked like the better running back. Obviously, Miles Sanders has dealt with some injuries, uh, but you know, I, I think last year or last week they made it clear in Week Eight, Sanders had just two total carries against the Texans in a game where they won. I'm rolling with Chuba Hubbard, especially after that that voice of confidence. This is a great matchup. Uh, the Panthers are playing the Indianapolis Colts, which I could picture just being a total run heavy game on both sides of the ball. The Colts are along the fifth most fantasy points to opposing running backs. It's not been like a super efficient matchup in terms of like what Indianapolis is giving up to running backs, but you know, 11 total rushing touchdowns allowed this year. That's just under 1.5 rushing touchdowns to running backs per game. Like, yeah, I'll take that to our newly crowned workhorse. And then I also want to shout out Zay flowers, a guy who, Really disappointed last week, it, coming off a down week against the Cardinals. This team posted 31 total points, and you still did not see like a, a hint of Zay Flowers. But he's still seeking that initial breakout game this season. They'll go up against the Seattle Seahawks, along the 10th most receiving yards to opposing wide receivers, uh, seventh and fantasy points per game given up to the position. Um, I mean, Zay Flowers averaging eight targets per game over the last four weeks, and. 
he's very clearly Lamar Jackson's favorite second option on this field. How can we not be looking for Zay Flowers, especially as he's looked good? He He's still seeking that breakout game. Like, I feel like we've just kind of caught the tip of the iceberg here. And Seattle could be a decent matchup to, to finally see all of that talent come to fruition. So I'm actually the opposite of you here with Zay Flowers. Oh. So I have him as a fade of the week because I, I'm totally with you. He is Lamar Jackson's top target for sure. Top wide receiver target, at least. He's getting a lot of targets. It's just not turning into anything. It's not turning into very many yards. It's not turning into fantasy. He points. looks better. The, he looks better than yeah, the stat sheet. He looks fine. I'll, I'll give you that. Like, he looks good. I'm not, there's nothing against Zay Flowers here, but I do think this matchup is pretty difficult. Since the Seahawks secondary has gotten healthy, they've been one of the best defenses in the league just overall with points allowed and stuff. I think this is going to be a harder game for Zay Flowers. I, I, you could still plug him in, right? I'm just not expecting huge things, but we'll see who's right on that one. We, we always have little bets <laughs> on the side. And then Chuba Hubbard, I, I love this, right? Because he got 15, uh, rushes last week he sucked i mean didn't do anything with them. he was yeah. he's not been overly efficient but you know who he has been more efficient than miles uh, sanders miles sanders yeah like it, it's it's kind of been this slow turn but it's not something that just occurred with miles sanders like no chuba hubbard's been out playing miles sanders all season long i just think that this is kind of one of the first matchups that might actually be juicy enough for him like for that inefficiency not to matter as much yeah, I'm definitely, I like Hubbard in that matchup, but I like the other running back on the other, well, both the running backs on the other mm-hmm. side of the ball. Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor is obviously a guy that everyone's plugging in. You're playing him. He's a smash start against the Panthers, but I also want you to feel confident playing Zach Moss this week. Listen, I feel like people just forget that he has the second most rushing yards in the league right now, entering week nine. I know that Jonathan Taylor is back and he's, his snaps have gone down a bit, but guess what? Zach Moss has outscored Jonathan Taylor in three of the four weeks that the two have played together. It's Moss getting a lot of the goal line work. Moss is stealing a lot of work from Jonathan Taylor, even some targets. Moss has finished as a top 15 fantasy running back in five of his seven games played this year. And the Panthers are allowing the second most fantasy points per game to running backs this season, allowing over five yards to carry to running backs, allowing the most rushing touchdowns to running backs this year. Like this is just a smash, smash matchup for both of these running backs. Plug in Jonathan Taylor with confidence and also plug in Zach Moss with confidence. Two other guys, uh, flex guys I want in my lineups. They're both wide receivers and both in what should be great high scoring matchups. Rashi Rice, Chiefs, rookie wide receiver. I feel like I'm just waiting for him that he have that huge breakout game. I know it's coming. I know that 120 yard game with that touchdown is coming and it could be in this game with a 51 point over under from Vegas, right? They're expecting huge points in Germany uh, against the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Rasheed Rice has had 50 plus receiving yards in each of his last three weeks. He played a career high 60% of snaps last week and it keeps trending up, right? So I think he even sees more snaps this week. This will, should be another career high in snaps and they're going to have to put up points in this game. So there's going to be a lot of scoring opportunities and we've seen Mahomes look Rice's way near the goal line. If it's not jo- or not Travis Kelsey, it's Rasheed Rice. So love this play for him. I want him in my lineups this week. And then my last one, it's a little bit riskier because every week he only gets four targets. It's Brandon Cooks against the <laughs> Eagles. Like I was saying, this should be another really high-scoring game. So I want these players in these high-scoring games with a lot of scoring opportunities, right? And the thing with Brandon Cooks is 
four targets in one, two, three, four, five, five of his six games played this year, which is kind Casual. of crazy. That's exactly consistency. Yeah, but he has scored a touchdown in each of the last two weeks, and I expect him to score here again. The Eagles are allowing the most fantasy points per game to wide receivers this season by far. They're allowing 47 points per game to the wide receiver position. The next closest is the commanders. We know how bad the commanders are at 42. They're allowing five more points per game than the next worst defense this year. So I think Brandon cooks could have a really solid game as well. I know you're in on Zach Moss. How are you feeling about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cooks? I'm really actually, I, I think my favorite uh, of these picks is probably Brandon cooks. I think this is just such a smash spot start here. Um, it, it is kind of scary, right? Because you look at the target totals and it has been very consistent, uh, four targets for like, it's just etch it in stone for four targets. But I do think this matchup against the Eagles is going to be conducive to maybe being one of the most efficient, uh, showings we're going to see out of Brandon Cooks. We know the upside's huge. Uh, we know it, it hasn't necessarily taken him four targets to reach, uh, some massive upside so far in his career. I really like that. Um, I, I like the potential. I, I think, you know, looking at the the history of games played between these two teams, uh, especially when Dak Prescott is is under center, Dak Prescott's averaging uh, just over 290 passing yards per game. Like he's been really efficient against the Eagles over the last two seasons. Um, just he's he's played some really good football. So I think this could be one of the the better matchups to take advantage of from a, a scoring perspective uh, all week long. Yeah, absolutely. And I will say Vinny did send me texts of his favorite flex plays of the week, and we did not communicate this, but two of his were Zach Moss and Rashi Rice, and then also Jerome Ford, Cleveland Browns running back he likes this week. So we are doubling up on our love for Zach Moss and Rashi Rice and really tripling up, tripling up because you love them too. So Mm -hmm. we're giving you all the confidence there with those plays. We're going to get into some deeper options in case you're struggling this week with buys or interested in playing some dfs and need some cheap plays but first before we do that we need to hear from one of our sponsors do you love playing daily fantasy you should try out prize picks prize picks is a skill based real money daily fantasy sports game how does it work you pick two to six players and if they go more or less than their prize picks projection you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry at prize picks you aren't competing against other people it's just you versus the projections available instead of battling thousands of other players including pros and sharks prize picks adds a ton of excitement to the sports viewing experience players can choose from a vast selection of sports and stat types not offered anywhere else They can even pick in-game projections after a game has started, which includes halves, quarters, periods, and more. If you want to hop on in the fun, we will be giving you our six favorite prize picks picks of the week at the end of today's show, like we always do on Fridays. And if you want to get in on that action, you just go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100 daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, Kay, I'm kind of nervous to give my first sleeper of the week that's just not a fun quarterback at all. So I'll let you go first. Who are your <laughs> – oh, I see you have a, a gross quarterback too as your sleeper of the week. But who are some sleepers that you love uh, – not love, but you're considering playing this week? 
Okay. Yeah. I, I have to start it off the gross quarterback run here. I'll, I'll kick it off. And this one really hurts my soul because Michelle, you and I both agree this player is not fun to watch football and he's not very good at football, but Derek Carr going up against the Chicago bears. Look, the bears have generally been a joke this year, but their rushing defense has actually been like kind of low key. Good. They're uh, allowing the third fewest rushing yards, a league low 3.3 yards per carry average. Uh, along the third lowest EPA per carry this year. That only means one thing, like the Saints are going to need to throw the ball. And like, this is a, a perfect opportunity for Derek Carr to get the ball to some of his big playmakers. Um, he's got a lot of talent there in the receiving core. You've got Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, who's still healthy, knock on wood. You have Rashid Shahid, who's been one of the most efficient options to date. Um, this defense along the fourth most completions, third most passing yards, fifth highest passing touchdown rate to opposing quarterbacks. I think this is a smash start on the back of that. I'm going to double up. I'm going to go Derek Carr and Rashid Shahid. Same reasons. Uh, he's been one of the most efficient wide receivers in the year this league. Like you're going to be a little nervous. You're probably going to be sweating it out, right? Like you're not going to want to watch Rashid Shahid uh, unless you're watching a beautiful highlight reel grab in the end zone. But like it leads the receiving uh, core in, in yards after the catch per reception. It leads in yards per target by a mile. Um, leads all wide receivers in the league with 25 or more targets with 28 or 20.8 yards per reception. Like it's been a bit of a bumpy ride in terms of consistency and in, in the volume of routes that he's running. But he's got 85 yards and a score in three separate games this season. Like. I'm going to roll the dice against the Bears defense. And then last but not least, I'm going to go with Romeo Dobbs versus the Rams, which I don't necessarily love the matchup. I don't necessarily love the team, but with a number of key players out on by and with injuries, like I do think you could do worse than Dobbs. Um, I, I think like if you are looking for a guy to have 40 receiving yards in a touchdown, like Dobbs might be the guy to do it. Uh, he's had five plus targets in all but two games this season, uh, caught touchdowns in three of seven games, um, you know, including one multiple receiving touchdown game. The issue is definitely stemming here from Jordan Love, like fifth highest rate of uncatchable and inaccurate passes per PFF. Um, but, you know, Ro Romeo Dobbs, he's been given every opportunity. He seems to be Jordan Love's favorite target. Leads the league in end zone targets so far this season. He's converted five of those targets into touchdowns. I like. I just think if you're throwing a dart, I I I don't mind throwing this one. Yeah, and it really just needs to come down with the touchdown, which he does typically. He does do. often. Like he does yeah. it often enough. And I will say, Vinny had Derek Carr as his quarterback nine this week, so he's with you. I, you know, I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Derek Carr, so I have a harder mm -hmm. time ranking him high. But he does have a great matchup, and there are a lot of quarterbacks on buys this week or dealing with injuries, so he is a solid option. And I'll give you another solid option at quarterback. And I know it's literally disgusting, and I would not feel good about it. But it's Mac oh, no. Jones versus oh. the Commanders. I know it's disgusting. It really is. But if you need a one-week fill-in at quarterback due to the beast buys or due to the injuries, Jones has a very great matchup. And he's at home, and it, he should put up solid fantasy points. So the commanders have allowed the most passing touchdowns and the second most uh, fantasy points per game to quarterbacks this season. Their pass defense should only get worse because they traded away two of their best pass rushers this week. So if they're not getting pressure, 
their secondary is already terrible with the pressure. Like I can't imagine what will happen. And it's just every week they just keep giving up. We saw Jalen Hurts put up a monster game against them last week. The week prior, Tyrod Taylor scored 22 fantasy points against the commanders in week seven and week six. Desmond Ritter had two passing touchdowns and 300 passing yards against the commanders in week five. Justin Fields had that monster game against them. It's just every week. A quarterback is doing great stuff against the commanders. So I do think Mac Jones gets it done. And like you with your connection, you had Derek Carr, Rashid Shahid. I'm going Mac Jones, Demario Douglas connection. So Demario Douglas is a rookie wide receiver for the Patriots. And he's likely going to have to step up in a big way this week because the Patriots lost their top wide receiver target in Kendrick Bourne. He unfortunately tore his ACL last week. He's out for the season, but even with Bourne active and playing the last few weeks, we've seen Douglas's role really grow. He's playing over 60% of the snaps each of the last two games. We saw last week he played a career high, 77% of offensive snaps. If he does that, like I really love him in this matchup for all the reasons that are just named for Mac Jones because their secondary is so bad. But he saw seven targets this last week, six targets the week prior. It's not turning into a lot of yards, but I do think he sees more targets. And with how bad the commander's secondary is, he should be able to perform uh, really well in this game. So not a guy I'm like dying to get in my matchups, but I do think he's a very viable play if you need to grab someone off waivers or someone cheap in DFS. And then my last guy here is Jahan Dotson, commander's wide receiver, going up against the Patriots. So I have three guys all in the same game here. Ooh. So I'm kind of piggybacking off of Jahan Dotson's huge game, and I'm kind of chasing those points, right? So he had 108 yards, 10 targets, eight receptions last week, and a touchdown. First good game of the year, really. But Curtis Samuel's out. And that's why I'm okay going back into hoping that Dotson has a second great game because Curtis Samuel is going to miss that game. This That leaves a lot of targets behind. And like I said, I think the Patriots are going to score points in this game. I think Mac Jones gets it done, which means Sam Howell will have to pass a ton on the other side. We know Bill Belichick knows how to shut out the other team's best opponent, right? Their best top weapon. That's Terry McLaurin. So I do expect Bill Belichick's defense to focus on Terry McLaurin, which should even allow more targets to Dotson. And the commander's coaches said a couple weeks ago, we're going to get Dotson more involved. And that's exactly what they did. Week seven, eight targets. Week eight, 10 targets, 18 targets over the last two weeks. Uh, so I do think he's involved in this game. We'll see if he actually can come down and, and put up those receiving yards and maybe a, another touchdown in this game. I really like that pick. And as soon as I saw Curtis Samuel was out, I thought to to put him on my list here. I, I really like the opportunity because what we've seen is sort of a, a willingness to disperse some of those end zone targets. Part of that has been to Curtis Samuel. That's been kind of an effective matchup. You've seen Logan Thomas get involved. So like removing one of these guys from the mix, especially in such a high passing volume offense that we've seen from Washington so far, just removing one of these guys out, it, just having that little bit of a, a greater concentration of targets for these assets just makes the the floor a little bit safer. But we also know the volumes there for, for some significant upside. I, I don't know how, how much I can get on board. Like theoretically, I know Mac Jones, like <laughs> the process is there. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I, I don't we might know have I to do a, board. we might have to do some kind of shot bet. Derek Carr. Derek Carr versus Mac Jones. <laughs> the battle nobody ever wanted to see. Yeah. 
I really hope Mac Jones outscores Derek Carr. I would just love that. I, love that. I do think <laughs> both are good options, though, this week. For Vinny, his sleepers of the week that he sent me, he agreed with you. Rashid Shahid was one of them, so he likes them. Tyler Boyd, Bengals wide receiver, going up against the Bills on Sunday Night Football. And Jonathan Mingo in that uh, game Ooh. against the Colts. So his, those are his three favorite sleepers of the week. He did mention Demario D- Douglas as well, so he's also with me there. To end our week, as we always do, we will get into our favorite prize picks, picks of the week. Uh, Before we do that, I would like to talk about another one of our sponsors. This episode of Locked On Fantasy Football is brought to you from DoorDash. Why root for your team on an empty stomach? Order on DoorDash and save on football watch party favorites. Order pizza, wings, soda, burgers, or even just buns on DoorDash and get it all delivered without missing the game. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and use code LOCKED23, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, 23. If you are like me and enjoy some Taco Bell, especially after you've had a few adult beverages uh, and you can't drive and you want it, you know, delivered to you, DoorDash always has me covered, always brings me my Taco Bell orders. DoorDash offers everything from restaurant delivery, grocery delivery, flower delivery, and more. Don't forget to use code LOCKED23 for 50% off up to a $10 value on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and spend $15 or more. That's subject to change and terms do apply. I also want to remind you that with football season being here in in the middle of the season, Locked On is kicking up on our coverage with Locked On NFL Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Hosts Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, and your betting angles and more. Plus, get in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Locked On NFL Kickoff Live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. All right, let's get into our prize picks of the week for week nine. Listen, some of these numbers I am confused about. I, I'm calling some disrespect here for some of these players. <laughs> but we are just talking about Derek Carr, and you do. You like one of his passing yards line. Talk about it. Yeah, Derek Carr, more than 246 and a half passing yards, which – like I said, I, I've talked way more about Derek Carr than I ever <laughs> you- want to on any single podcast in my life. Uh, I'm never going to talk about him again after today. But I've already said the mass- matchup should necessitate the pass. It's like it's I mean, it, that's the way they're going to probably win this game. Derek the Bears Carr's are actually a really, really good rush defense. So very Alvin good. Kamara might struggle to rush. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think this is going to be an efficient game for Alvin Kamara. Um, you know, Derek Carr, as he's gotten healthier from that shoulder injury, it's been a high volume pass attack over 50, uh, 50 plus pass attempts in two of the last three weeks, which is insane. Uh, 300 plus passing yards in each of the last three weeks. Um, it's not going to be pretty, but I think Derek Carr more than 246 passing yards should 
be a smash spot star. Uh, how about Dalton Kincaid? More than 38 and a half receiving yards. What are we so doing? Low. That's so, so low. low. So low. I just, I literally can't. This defense uh, going up against the Bengals, allowing over 64 receiving yards per game to opposing tight ends this year. 11 yards per reception. That's top five in efficiency. Top five in yards. Once again, no Dawson Knox. And without Dawson Knox, we saw exactly what we wanted to see. Ran a season high, 39 receiving routes. Uh, has had 65 plus receiving yards in each of the last two weeks. Easy, easy money, easiest money of the week. And last but not least, I'm going to roll with the Dallas Cowboys. We've already talked about the matchup a little bit here in favor of Brandon Cooks. CeeDee Lamb, more than 73 and a half receiving yards going up against those Eagles, allowing just over 190 yards per game to the position, fourth most in the league. Um, he's exceeded this total in four or five games, or uh, four of seven games this year, but it, it, you know, they've been good. Like when he's been uh, unleashed, he has been unleashed in some major fashion. This is just the matchup to do it. This should be a back and forth trade-off, I think, between these two teams. Um, and the one game that he's played as this team's wide receiver one without Amari Cooper playing with quarterback Dak Prescott, he posted 10 receptions, 120 receiving yards and two touchdowns. I, I, I del delicious like eat it up smash that on all Dalton Kincaid run like just run run, run. to the prize picks up and take that more than 38 and a half receiving yards love that and also yeah CD Lamb's amazing mine that I think that's the one I'm running to I know I talked about Zach Moss earlier but I saw his was that more than 43 and a half rushing yards against the Panthers guys I mean, again, we're talking about the running back that has the second most rushing yards in the NFL this season. Like, let's put some respect on Zach Moss's name. Moss has hit at least 50 rushing yards in all but one game this season. And the only game he didn't hit it was against the Jaguars. Really tough defense. That's the opposite of this matchup. The Panthers are possibly the worst rush defense in the league. Just giving up a, a ton, a ton of rush yards per carry. Giving up a ton of fantasy points to the running back position. Like, giving up the most rushing touchdowns in the league they're they're a really bad rush defense it's just an amazing matchup i love the more than 43 and a half for zach moss and then my other two are also in this game really focusing on this panthers colts game because i love bad defenses and that's what we have in this matchup but michael Pittman jr more than 60 and a half receiving yards like that for him he's just getting a ton of targets anytime he plays with Gardner Minshew Gardner Minshew loves him and now he got 13 targets last week and only had 40 receiving yards but he was playing up against the Saints had Marshawn Lattimore focusing in on him it's a completely different matchup than what he'll have this week with CJ Henderson predicted to have the most snaps against him this week he, 13 targets he's hitting this 60 and a half receiving yards for sure and then on the other side Adam Thielen for the Panthers going up against the Colts week secondary he has at least 11 targets in each of the last three weeks. Insane. 72 okay. plus receiving yards in each of the last five games. Like he is just always going to get more than 70 receiving yards because of how much he's used in this offense. And the Colts are allowing the seventh most yards per reception to wide receivers this season. Love the matchup. Love his usage. And I see no reason why he wouldn't have more than 68 and a half receiving yards. Uh smash on all of them run run to the like there's not I, I don't know and you know we love betting the overs um you know love looking at the more thans it's like 
never never go less than that that is no way to when you feel confident about right that's so yes, fun yes. to watch the games with the less than i'm not saying you always have to you know put money down on the more than just maybe ignore the ones that you think won't go more than i will say Vinny sent me his prize picks of the week and again like we didn't do any of this together he had cd lamb more than 73 and a half receiving yards hey. do you know how many different options there are on that prize yeah for, so for you guys to pick the same one uh is pretty crazy and then the others for him Brees hall over 17 and a half receiving yards and josh allen over 27 and a half rush yards those are Vinny's top prize picks picks of the week and that closes our shows for the week we are through what week nine coverage we will be back on monday to review the week nine games and all the top fantasy storylines from the weekend please don't miss that thank you kate so much for joining us it was a blast getting to talk with you i'll see you right outside our offices here in a moment <laughs> uh but thanks for uh making lock on fantasy football your first listen every day every day or is again don't miss it miss our monday show when we review the week nine games good luck everyone bye y'all bye